Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third to tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. It's equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend. The Hyundai Santa Fe features available all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, plus available dual wireless charging pads, ensuring that you can take on any adventure. It's ski season, and with the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, I can easily load the car with all my gear plus my friends in the third row and make it right to the base of the slopes with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hello, everyone. Welcome into Attacking Third. I'm Lisa Roman, NWSL analyst and broadcaster. We are here today to talk about some major breaking news. Forward Alex Morgan has been traded to San Diego Wave FC. This trade was rumored for a while. Now it has been officially announced through San Diego. We're going to get all into it. A reminder, follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third. We're also on YouTube. And if you're watching this live, please subscribe. Hit the like button. You can find us at youtube.com slash Attacking Third. Today, I am joined by Canadian international, (laughs) former NWSL superstar, NWSL analyst and broadcaster, Kaylin Kyle. Kaylin, welcome in. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I apologize like for my background here. I'm actually at my son's uh, soccer practice or football practice, wherever you are tuning in in the world. So like, I promise I'm not behind bars. I'm just trying to find a quiet place. I understand you can watch some football <laughs> while we talk about it. It's breaking news. We have to cover it wherever it is happening. Um, uh, so officially, the trade has been announced by San Diego. It happened today, this afternoon, uh, Monday around 2 o'clock, that San Diego Wave has acquired Alex Morgan from Orlando Pride. Alex Morgan, two-time World Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, NWSL champion. She has 190 caps with the U.S. Women's National Team, 115 international goals. This trade was rumored to be happening and under the works last week, but it was officially reported uh, that it wouldn't happen officially until the trade window reopened in on December 15th or 17th, excuse me, when that trade window opened. Uh, because of that, though, the, the trade now has officially happened today. San Diego dropped the news on Twitter with a video of Morgan in her Wave FC gear. Then Orlando Pride, they actually released a statement uh, saying that they had worked with Alex Morgan to secure this trade that is mutually beneficial for club. And for Morgan, uh, they respected her desire to play closer to family. Um, And they also said, quote, with the NWSL trade window currently closed, the Pride will continue to follow both club and league policies and will make a formal announcement when the transaction is official and timing is appropriate. That did not stop San Diego, though. Kaylin, though, uh, officially out. What are your initial reactions to this trade of Alex Morgan? Yeah, I'm not shocked. I don't think anyone was shocked. I think when you saw two uh, California teams take place in the NWSL, the expansion, you knew Alex Morgan was going to one of those. It was just the question mark of which one. 
um, obviously going home and it speaks volumes of Alex Morgan. I think since having her little girl, she looks like a completely different player. I mean, she's fitter, she's faster, she's stronger, which is scary. Um, I also think the pressure that she's been under in the NWSL because of the results in Orlando, they haven't been great since she's been there. She takes a lot of that criticism and she takes a lot of that stick, obviously was injured a few times at Orlando pride. And then obviously having her daughter there. So I think it's just going to be a nice fresh start for her and her husband moving back home to, you know, the Cali sun uh, living on the beach, obviously Servando loves surfing. So does Alex. So I just feel like it's a match made in heaven and it's great for the league as well. You look at the NWSL and you look at how it's growing now, call this however you want to call it. You need to implement players, big time players. And it's not me being disrespectful to anyone else into these leagues in order to continue to keep growing the league. So, I mean, you, you look at it and you, you look at um, a lot of trades happening in this offseason. Players maybe going to their hometown or players going to a club that they want to. And people, you know, get, they get criticized. And I, I, it makes me scratch my head. I'm like, why? It's literally growing the league. It's making the league better. Yes, they're getting traded from maybe your sweetheart of a team. I'm sure Orlando Pride fans are devastated because of Alex Morgan and obviously the loss of Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger to Gotham but it makes the league better. It grows the league. And I think it gains new fans from all these different areas. And I'm delighted for her. I mean, I wish there was a Saskatchewan team. I'd come out of retirement. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't, not a chance. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted for her and her family. For those who don't know, Kaylin, you played with Alex Morgan first at Portland Thorns in 2015. And then together, Kaylin Kyle and Alex Morgan both traded from the Thorns to Orlando Pride in October of 2015. Uh, besides all of the stats and all of the medals and all of the World Cups that Alex Morgan has behind her name, you played with her. So what makes her such a high profile player on the field? Yeah, I think they just dumped me into that trade with her just to throw in an extra player. Um, I wasn't that I made that trade any better, but I was delighted. I mean, to say that I got traded in a deal with Alex Morgan, I was like, you know, pat on the back, even though it didn't matter. Um, yeah, playing with someone like her, obviously you see what she does on the pitch. She's absolutely fantastic and she's just so dynamic. And like I alluded to, she looks like a completely different player since having her child, which I don't even physically understand how that's possible um, because I'm dead after a 10 minute like warm up. Um, but you look at what she does off the pitch. And I think a lot of it um, has really changed since having her little girl and, and since getting older and being a veteran now with the U S women's national team, she's way more vocal on social media. She's an advocate for numerous different things. And I think it speaks volumes of who she is as a person and who she is as a player um, putting herself out there because the first person that people look at to criticize is your big stars when they don't have a good game, but she continues to fight the battles that some people are maybe scared to fight. She's the first one that sticks her neck out. So I have a lot of respect for people like that. Um, I think again, it shows exactly where she wants to take this league and wants to take her career. So um, yeah, I have nothing but positives to say about her. And I think she will really flourish with San Diego. I think it's just a lovely fresh start for her. You alluded to this a little bit, Kaylin, but Alex Morgan is from Southern California. She grew up right outside of L.A., so now she's returning to SoCal and going to San Diego. Her husband also uh, spent parts of his youth in San Diego. Um, and one of the things I noticed in the release from Orlando, it stated that it was really a mutual agreement between Alex yeah. Morgan and Orlando Pride to, quote, respect her desire to play closer to family at this point in her career. This is one of the, a few trades we've seen in this NWSL offseason in respecting players' wishes to move, to be closer to home. Yeah, you, you don't see it often. And I think you need to see more of it because you you look at the NWSL and yes, it's progressing. Yes, it's growing. But we're not, or sorry, we're, 
past presidents, they're not making multi-millions of dollars that NFL, NBA, NHL, um, the EPL, all these players are making, not even the MLS, they're not even close to that. So there's some players that are maybe almost touching six figures, obviously due to the federations paying those. But other than that, these players are playing because they love it. They're, they're, they're literally working second jobs in order to play the game that they love. So I love when clubs do respect a player coming in and asking for a trade. I get it's a business first and foremost for these companies, but if you want to continue to grow the league, you want to continue to get and gain more good top quality players coming in. You have to treat them like human beings first and foremost, because then they'll speak highly of the league. So I love that Orlando has done this because um, some clubs, myself being included, never did that. Or you'd get a call and be like, by the way, you're getting traded and you'd be on $15,000 a year being like, what? Like, I finally just got my dog here after quarantine. So, um, I, again, I think it's, it speaks volumes of Orlando, and I think it speaks volumes of just where and how the NWSL continue needs to keep progressing, and you're seeing it with some of these off-season trades. It is a plus for Morgan to be traveling closer to home, be be a little bit around family. But this is also a, an expansion team that is coming into the NWSL. So for Alex Morgan, this will be her third time joining an expansion team in its inaugural season. Portland in 2013, Orlando 2015, San Diego for 2020. And you've been on an inaugural team, Kaylin. So what are maybe the pros, pros and cons, especially when you look at Alex Morgan heading to San Diego at the start of the 2022 season yeah i've been on my fair share of teams uh to say the least but in, inaugural teams and uh, in the first year of the league it's difficult because obviously you're you're a new coach coming in it's a new organization that might know not know the ins and outs excuse me of the whistles behind um but I think it makes it exciting though. It's a fresh start as well. So I think you can really base your team. You look at race in Louisville and just how well they started to do, they had their ups and downs and it's going to feel like that. It's going to feel like a roller coaster. But if you look at these expansion teams and the players that they're trading for, they're going to be teams that are going to be very difficult to beat in their first year of the season. Now it's if all those pieces fit the right puzzle, because sometimes that's the problem. You look at Orlando, they had a brilliant team, but it just it didn't work on the pitch. They started the season out really strong last year, and then it just kind of it slipped. So, again, it's having a good manager that can man-manage players. It's having a good organization that brings the best out of these players and puts them in a situation where they can be the best players day in and day out. That's food, rest, recovery, nutrition, it's sports scientists. So I think both of these expansion teams have done it things correctly and will continue to do things correctly. I mean, you look at the launch and the branding of it, it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think they're, they're, they're heading in the right direction. That's so true. I mean, over this offseason, we've seen Angel City. They're really trying to be a brand that they are, yes. not just a club coming in with all of the investors and what they have going for them. And then even San Diego specifically making a lot of moves in this offseason ahead of the expansion draft to really establish themselves. So now with this trade kind of looking to the future of San Diego, they have Casey Stoney as their head coach, Jill Ellis in their front office, goalkeeper Kaylin Sheridan, Abby Dahlkamper as a world-class <laughs> Fender, Tegan Negrady, they've acquired from Chicago, Mackenzie Doniak, Katie Johnson mm -hmm. from Orlando, also Jody Taylor, and now adding Alex Morgan to that long list of, of rosters and that long list of names. It says a lot about San Diego and, and what they're trying to prove in their inaugural season, getting number of players. And now when you add Alex Morgan to that list, is, is this a statement that San Diego is really looking to make? 
yeah, it tells you everything you need to know about these expansion teams through the spine of the team. Someone wants to make a cameo. This is my, sorry. He's just coming for a quick water break. Um, good job, sweetie. I think it says everything you need to know, like the spine of the team. And, that, and that's the trickiest part in the NWSL. You can have, again, you look at Orlando, all the pieces in the puzzle. But if you don't have a strong spine of the team that understands the NWSL, that, doesn't un- that understands the travel, the rest, the recovery, and just how the league's played, it's very difficult. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, it's okay. We love a cameo from Hayden. Um, <laughs> Hayden, can you say hi? He's a bit shy. Uh, he's not shy. That's a lie. Um, so I think that's what they've done extremely well with San Diego is they, they've put in players that have league experience, that have world-class experience, and that they have grid as well. Like it's a, it's a very different league compared to Europe. It, it's fast paced, it's aggressive, it's transitional, but then also you're getting some world-class coaches coming in with the technical side of it, where I don't think the NWSL had that in the first four seasons, if I'm honest, maybe you look at Laura Harvey and, and she definitely brought that in, but it hasn't been like that throughout the league. And you're starting to see good soccer weekend and week out. I love commentating the games because you genuinely don't know who's going to win because it, 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 I mean, look at last season. It, it came mm-hmm. down to the wire. It's so exciting. So I think both San Diego, uh, San Diego specifically has done a really good job with the trades. Shocked with a few of the trades that they're getting. Like, I'm like, God, I, like, they, they have a very good system in place. And, and that's what I was talking about. Just the structure, having good organizations and people in the right positions that understand the league and understand the players. It's setting up those teams that are coming into the league to be able to complete compete against the other clubs that are, truly powerhouses. I mean, when you look at last season, Washington Spirit coming up through the ranks and just taking over at the end of that season to to kind of go on this spell of constantly winning games. But it's also a, a chance when you look at all of these trades that have happened for a team like Orlando Pride to kind of reset. I mean, you mentioned some of the crazy trades that, is, that have happened in this offseason. And from outsiders looking in it looks as if Orlando Pride is now looking to rebuild they have a new head coach and Amanda Cromwell and they've traded away Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger Jody Taylor and now Alex Morgan is this a kind of rebuild you were expecting from Orlando Pride um I think it was the inevitable because you look again you had all the the all the world-class players in that team all I mean they're starting 11 I think every single person in the starting 11 at some point has won a major tournament or it's been in a major tournament that has made that the one of those final games but couldn't couldn't finish off the season and just didn't mesh it it looked a little bit lackluster and I know that sounds disrespectful but it's really not because you look at this Orlando Pride side they had world-class players maybe it's management maybe it's things behind the scenes that we don't know about but it just wasn't meshing so you look obviously Ashlyn Harris and Ali Krieger leaving and uh, the little the little quote that was left out there had a lot of people thinking mm, what's going on here which I love I love a little bit of that but it speaks volumes these players want to continue to get better they want to go to places where they can get better and it holds other teams quite frankly, accountable. So if you're getting these top players that are asking for these trades or wanting to go to other organizations, you got to take a look at yourself of what's going on. So I think it's a perfect opportunity for Orlando Pride to rebuild um, and get people in the right positions. Obviously, the new head coach coming in, a big task uh, for her in this in this season coming up. But it's going to take time with Orlando because, again, you're, you're losing all these big-name players that have that experience, but you couldn't put it together with them. So, again, it comes a little bit more from the internal side. If I'm putting myself in that situation, I'm probably getting hammered in the comment section at the moment. Everyone knows I'm an Orlando Pride supporter, though, um, one of my favorite teams that I've ever played for. But 
I think it speaks volumes of the, these players going to different organizations. It really does. And so much has happened. Um, and hey, this is one of the biggest trades that has happened in this offseason. Kaylin, last question. I have to put you on the spot before we get oh, no. back to soccer practice here. <laughs> With all of these trades and now Alex Morgan heading to San Diego, is San Diego a 2022 playoff top contender next year? I definitely think they can get into the playoffs 100%. But again, you look at the MWSL, it literally is anyone's game in the NWSL. I think that's what makes it so fun. Um, but there's been a lot of movement. I literally, I'm on a, a four-week cleanse at the moment going into Christmas, so I'm not allowed wine. I'm, I'm allowed to talk about wine on your on your podcast, right? I'm going to. So literally every morning I'm waking up to new things or I'm like refreshing my Twitter and I'm like, who's going where? I can't keep up with it. I'm on Meg's. Uh, Twitter to try to like keep me informed with everything. So hats off to all the reporters covering the NWSL because they literally are trying to keep me sane because I'm not allowed wine until Saturday. Um, but I think real realistically, I think San Diego have a really good um, good spot right now of the the core players. Now it's the other players um, that are going to come in because obviously with international breaks, you need to have good players that are able to fill those roles. And you saw the teams like Washington, uh, you saw how good they were. Obviously when players were gone away, they did a very good job recruiting players to have a full team, not just a starting 11 team. And more to come. The expansion draft is coming up and then the NWSL draft. There's so many more moving parts before we even get to the 2022 season. But I like to see that you might have them as a contender at the end of it all in in the playoffs. And and hey, why not? Um, But big things ahead this week. Expansion draft coverage starts on Thursday, December 16th, 7 p.m. on CBS Sports HQ, CBS Sports Network and Paramount Plus. The NWSL draft is then just a few days later, Saturday, the 18th at 2 o'clock, CBS Sports HQ, CBS Sports Network, and Paramount Plus. Here at Attacking Third, we have extensive previews with guests coming up, and we will have live recaps of both of the drafts on YouTube.com slash Attacking Third. Thank you so much for listening. Kaylin, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us. Follow <laughs> Thanks us for on having Twitter. Me. Happy to have you here. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter, anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a question. We will answer it during our mailbag segment. We're also available as video. Subscribe to us on YouTube so you never miss us when we go live. YouTube.com slash Attacking Third. We will be back on Wednesday with more draft coverage and draft previews. This was Attacking Third for Lisa Roman and Kaylin Kyle. Thank you for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.